Like today, it's me, Alan Smith, by We Supply Stories with today's Press and Journal, and Monday, January the 17th. So, front page of the paper today is a tax regime grinds down Granite City unfairly, says MSP. So, business in the Northeast are facing abjectly high rates just to cover the cost of essential council services, it has been claimed. Conservative MSP Douglas Lumsden said Aberdeen is being targeted unfairly to pay for its sale, given nearly £268 million Pounding rates will be collected next year. Mayor's in Edinburgh and we're only Glasgow bringing in mere money. The North East MSP and former council finance convener says ministers are being able to push other funding towards the central belt thanks to the high tax rates in Aberdeen. Mr Lumsden said our citizens and businesses must walk up and smell a coffee because Aberdeen is being completely disrespected by the SNP Green Coalition with a lack of funding. While the North East property market has slumped amid oil and gas turmoil, Rates are still being assessed against 2017 property valuations and make up around 68% of Aberdeen City Council's budget, far in excess of Edinburgh, Glasgow and Dundee. The MSP said businesses are struggling in Aberdeen, but you would not know that with this clueless government who continue to tax business here. So, well, I think <laughs> you can definitely say he's never a very happy choppy. And, um, you know, fair dues of uh, Aberdeen's been paying more than uh, either comparable cities, then uh, quite right now, bring it up and uh, see if we get a rebate. About flipping time. Now, a little bit in the, also on the front page now, and it just says Rangers in line to offer paid tours. I thought, well, surely Rangers already did tours at Ibrox, maybe, but neither I ever went to Gingham Sea, but again, if I would went to Gingham Sea, like, again, the second division championship or the first division championship, it's just, uh, wouldn't appeal to anybody, but apparently... This is a tourist could be charged for being shown around Aberdeenshire countryside under new council plans. The local authority has floated the idea of hiring out their rangers to cruise ships and other tour operators to bring in additional revenue. Environment and Infrastructure Director Alan Wedd raises the prospect in a report, writing, It is believed there will be a demand for such sessions in the future, especially as the tourism and cruise line industry look to rebuild from COVID-19. An inquiry has already been received from a cruise service company about the ranger services about the ranger services available for providing guided walks. Um, Mr Wood said only such hires would be an additional service and will not detract from ranger's core duties. So, oh, well, I mean, <laughs> if folk wants to pay for somebody to show them for to walk, well, okay. Now, here is a, a honeymoon suite plan for 18th century castle pavilion. And uh, this is for many folk. Uh, 2022 is shaping up to be the year of the wedding. Uh, countless couples who had to postpone their special day, some of them repeatedly, will finally walk down the aisle pending only for their COVID call-offs. Uh, call and the next few years should see scores of lockdown proposals finally come to fruition. The owners of Barra Castle are now hoping to capitalise on the rush of rearranged weddings. Uh, David and Sarah Stephen are seeking permission to convert a charming historic building there into a luxury honeymoon suite. The Aberdeenshire landmark, just outside Old Meldrum, has been hosting weddings since 2017, and it's the barn at Barra Castle venue. Uh, while the castle was built in 1614 or so, uh, the b listed Garden Pavilion dates back to 1753. Uh, back then, it would have been used by the castle owners to entertain their guests. Um, so, anyway, they've lodged papers to try and get renovated into like a 
a very high-end um, honeymoon suite, and a two-story thing, and the architect says it would be absolutely amazing. Obviously, it's fantastic views at being a he and a Hanfield pair, and, um, you know, I've been up to the coffee shop, but in, um, again, folk has been to weddings, nothing here, and it says this tip-top, so I'm sure this place would be um, in keeping with that. But um, certainly very go-ahead folk here, and um, what a difference to that um, place is now, but it's uh, a very fine spot, unless it's snowing, of course. Now, here's a chance to take on a remote guesshouse if you're interested in such a thing. So apparently more than 100 folk have inquired about a rare chance to become the new host of the only guest house on a Hebridean island, 23 miles out into the Atlantic and with just 15 residents. Cana, uh, in the westernmost of the small isles archipelago, is four and a half miles long and one mile wide and is 12 hours away from the mainland port of Malag. Now somebody has wanted to run Tigard Guesthouse on the island, which is owned by National Trust for Scotland. Interest has come from all over the world and the National Trust is compiling a shortlist. They are looking for somebody with knowledge of rural living and hospitality and people's skills as the house is one of the few holiday accommodation providers on the island. A Tigard or High House in Gaelic is an Edwardian property built about 1904. It sits atop a hill overlooking the harbour. It offers three bedrooms all year round. It also includes large garden grounds with a small orchard and woodland. The private living area is downstairs, comprising one double bedroom, a snug, a kitchen and a wet room, along with communal use of the living room and dining room. The island once supported a human population of more than 400 folk in 1821. Uh, it's got no major roads, no shop, no pub or mobile phone coverage. Uh, apart from that, it's a rare place to bide. Um, the nearest doctor is a boat trip away on egg. Islanders hope to double the population to 30, and in time to reopen Kana's tiny school. Uh, Jim Whiteside, a spokesman for the NTS, said the Trust has been thrilled by the quality and diversity of the applicants. Well, that's all very well, but wait till they've been biting it a wee while and see how they're getting on then. But um, it'll be somebody's cup of tea, but for sure, nay mine. Now, just finish up with sport as normal, and a couple of uh, stories. There's obviously uh, Novak Djokovic being sent home for Australia, so... You know, it's his decision not to get vaccinated and it's um, their decision to send him home because uh, then I went to give on him her uh, credence to the folk. Then I went to get vaccinated. So, um, you know, that's their prerogative and that's how they they run their country and, you know, fair play to them. That's that he shouldn't be treated only differently, I think. So um, it's a shame because he wanted to get to defend his title, but, um, you know, he's... Um, he has his ideas and they have theirs, and that's that's just how that is about it. And uh, another wee bit, just about the uh, Cove Rangers now um, marching on. So um, they've had to get used to showing a different side of themselves in recent weeks, and they're reaping, reaping the dividends. Uh, the swaggering, aesthetically pleasing fit, but still there, but it's Nafe is ultimately winning them games this new. The grittier, gutsier side to the team is shining through evidence again by Saturday's 1 0 win over Montrose, which puts them eight points clear at the top of League One. So it looks like it won't be off at long before, uh, you know, Aberdeen will have a, a real derby game because uh, the way Cove are gone, they're going to be in, in the Premier League for, for um, too long. So, you know, absolutely well done to them. They've, they've marched through other divisions and, um, you know, by all accounts, played some great football. So good luck to them. And um, it'll be in to look forward to, well, maybe if Aberdeen doesn't improve, but maybe when I be, but um, well done to Cove anyway. Now, that's me done for the day now. Just a wee supply stories with the day's paper on Monday, December 17th. And um, 
which has been like a absolutely glorious day up in Aberdeenshire today. Um, blue skies, um, fine weather, folk who going about when um, they jackets and hang on, and uh, absolutely not like winter of ab. It's uh, very, very pleasant indeed. So, um, absolutely tip top. And um, apologies, I didn't actually get a Doric Express Dean on Saturday because uh, I was working, and then I was working again on Sunday. Um, I've been working non-stop actually since the 28th of December, and I had a day off. Uh, due to folk having COVID and isolating and anything and other, so um, it's been pretty hectic. But um, thank you, Lord, Miss Abbey's back now, and um, after the morning, I'm off the rest of it, so I'll catch up in my much needed beauty sleep. But, uh, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, if you could uh, tell a pal or just uh, an acquaintance and uh, hammer abroad, doesn't matter, and uh, see if they can listen to noon again. And if you could leave a review, it would just be tip top. So, in the meantime, thanks very much now. Cheers, toodle. Put the constitutes, stick the proper rules on them. Long field, nail field, man a field and pan a field. Hearts of all for stories that you've made in a hill.